let's embark on an exciting new journey. Get inspired to explore the shallows and the depths with her ocean story. Mahalo for listening from one ocean lover to another. I'm your host, Jennifer Marie, and I'm ready to have some fun on this party wave together. Aloha, ocean lovers, and welcome to Her Ocean Story. This is your host, Jennifer Marie, and I'm really excited to introduce to you the person I'm interviewing today. Her name is Samuela Mule. She's originally born and raised in Italy, and 10 years ago fell in love with kite surfing and decided to move to the Dominican Republic. And she opened up a little Airbnb called Mango House right on Kite Beach. So I'm really excited to share her story. And I hope you guys enjoy and find a little inspiration. Hey, Sammy, how are you? Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm good. Thanks so much to invite me to be part of your podcast. I'm so excited. (laughs) So nice. And I'm excited to have you here, too. Nice. So let's get started here. So tell me, when and where did your love for the ocean begin? Was it Italy or Dominican Republic? Where was it? This is a long love story. I'm born in Italy, in south of Italy, in a little town called Trani, that is on the Adriatic Sea. So I grew up with the sea. And I remember my childhood, I was watching my parents working every, every single day. And I remember that they was bringing me and my sister after work to the beach, sometimes even late at night. So for us, you know, the sea was a kind of moment of freedom and a relief, you know, from stress, from all the daily problems. So me and my parents, we was washing all the fatigue together. So yeah, this is my first meeting with the with the with the sea you know that's beautiful our our time but in the same time i have beautiful memories of my family all together i remember that sometimes me and my sister we was not wearing a bikini we was just jumping in the sea with the clothes (laughs) on and we was feeling so so free so nice and that's common there right or not so much anymore or was back then uh, what is what is common? Like a go? Oh, just to, like going to the beach without a bikini uh, and that sort of uh, thing. Very common, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also because for the temperature, you know, south of the, uh, south of Italy is never really cold, and so people basically they go to the beach every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember my mom, my dad uh, was actually stationed in Naples, Italy, for three years, and oh. we lived in Naples, so we were close to the beach. And my mom told me that sometimes when she took me, she also had me without a swimsuit, just running around and, hey. and that kind of thing. So I thought it was kind of funny you mentioned that because that's hey. it's pretty much just that area, right? I don't think, I'm not sure other parts of the world where they do that, but. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You mostly the, the center of Italy and the south of Italy, well, with Sicily is the islands. People live like that. Uh, it's so nice. Yeah. It's amazing that amount of freedom people can have and respect still for each other. You know, I love that. And then when did you start kite surfing? Was it in Italy? Uh, Well, actually, I started kite surfing in Cavarete 10 years ago. 
Because for me, Cabareta was like a, a holiday place. I mean, I was coming here because my sister was already living here before than me. So when I came, I decided, okay, I have to start kite surfing. But I remember also I had, uh, uh, when I, I met Cabareta the first time was December and oh my God, it was raining every single day. So I say, I cannot stay in a place like this. I will never come again. And look at then at my life. Uh, tour, you know, like living here, building my business here and bring my daughter to live here too. So life is crazy. But yeah, oh, wow. I'm here. See. And was your daughter born in Italy or in yeah, Dominican she, Republic? She's 22 years old, but she grew up in Cavareta. She learned kite surfing. I was pushing her to be, you know, a kitesurf champion because, you know, I'm surrounded here where I live in Mango House with the best athlete and Dom Dominican kitesurf champion. So for me, them, they, they was inspiring me a lot. So I was dreaming to have a daughter, you know, competing and doing this beautiful life. And well, actually, she's a very, very good kitesurfer. But maybe I, I did a, a, a mistake because I was pushing her a lot. So at some point she said, Mama, basta. I'm tired. Yeah. And then, you know, she have a break from kai surfing for the competition because also she competes. But honestly, now I'm the feeling that she is approaching again the sport because uh, I, I see her you know, more interest to go to the beach, to train. But of course, because I'm not pushing her anymore, of you know? Of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's awesome, though. That's beautiful. I'm trying to get my son into diving or wing foiling, too, but I don't want to push it. I'm like, you join me and your dad or, you know, my friends whenever you're ready. I know he loves to do things now with his friends. So what I try to do is I tell him, hey, let's go you and me and your friends. You know, let's I take yeah. I invite them to go paddle boarding, yeah. invite them to go to the beach, you know. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. As long as his friends are in, he's yeah. all in. He's okay. So I'm like learning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and was it easy for you to learn kite surfing? Did you learn because of oh your sister? My oh, my or? God. Oh. I was so bad. But, you know, uh, my problem was and is still my fear because I'm, you know, I'm anxious person. So for me, I was so scared about wind. I lost my dad when I was younger. So I spent all my life with this trauma and uh, about, you know, uh, dangerous situation, if something happened and this and that was a big trauma that I'm still working try to remove these uh, old bad memories. So for me, kite surfing was, oh my God, you know, too windy. And if it's going to rain, what will happen? So I still remember I was telling to my teacher, uh, let's go when there is less wind. And you know, when you learn, you need strong wind because it's more yes. easy. <laughs> and uh -huh. then hard. I took, I don't know, I took so many hours, you know, maybe I, I learned in three months, but you know, Uh, what I can say to people that want to learn kite surfing, to keep going and, you know, to be patient because that moment of freedom and joy will arrive because it's normal, you know, it's normal. It's an extreme sport. 
So you need to be focused, but you know, almost everybody can learn kitesurfing. So I met so many people that after some hours, they say, no, I can't, it's too much, it's exhausting. But you know, you just to be, has to be ready mentally and then everything's will be okay. So yeah, it was not easy, but then at the end, I, and now, you know, I'm also competing. I am very confident. I am an IKO instructor, so I also can teach people how to kite. So it's a normal no, process. That's, uh, it is. It is. I know I didn't learn how to surf or wing foil overnight. It was a process. <laughs> exactly. But you learn to love it. You learn to enjoy it. Enjoy the obstacles. Yeah. Um, immerse yeah. yourself in that fear. Understand the fear overcome it I, yeah i love everything about it and more happy because you know also after all this difficult stats uh reach the goal is even better you enjoy more so it's yes. okay like that definitely uh-huh and what got you into competing and how did you get your daughter into it i noticed on your instagram you guys are did a competition together and both of you were on the podium i love it yeah yeah Oh, actually, we compete even international, and was very was a very nice experience. But most of the time now we are competing in the local competition because first of all we want to support Kawarete, uh, so we want to also push women to learn kite surfing because we are not very a lot of, of girls competing all the time. We are just like four or five of us, uh, and then well. The day that me and my daughter, we was on the podium, you know, was an unforgettable day. I don't think will happen again. So because, yeah, because you know, get the first and second place is, is something uh, uh, important. And I was so happy to see her, her uh, smile and, you know, remember all my time that I spent with her trying to teach her to be a kiter was very very yeah. was a moment yeah that's so beautiful no i love it i i hope one day i can have the same experience but i'm not yeah. into comp competitions that much i really enjoy kite surf or wing foiling just for fun it's like my de-stress yeah. after work i work full-time as a pediatric nurse i work full-time you know i'm a full-time mother so my wing foiling is just a de-stress a relax yeah. it's like my yeah. day at the spa or working out it's like a combination like, of a spa and a workout all yeah. together <laughs> for me and you know for example about what you are just uh told me now me i don't neither watch the forecast i mean i'm not the person that go kiting or winging when the, the forecast is the best i just go because for me kite surfing and winging is just a release you know, is my time, is my time like meditation time. I don't, I don't care if there are 10 notes or 20 notes. I just go. I, I don't care if I, then I have to swim back. Because for me, the moment that my, my skin is salty in the sea, I feel already so good. So that's yeah, the best. Exactly. That's the yeah. spa part, like feeling I, the salty air, the sand under your feet, the grounding. Uh, all of yeah. that, the meditating, well, just breathing. Before entering the water is already a moment, you know, pump the kite. And mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It, it totally is. I agree with you 100%.
And what inspired you to open up Mango Mango House on Kite Beach? What what how did that journey begin? Mm. So, uh, you know, when I came to Cabarete, I was living in an, an hotel, you know, a nice hotel. And I was happy, you know, but then I experienced that, uh, you know, I was looking for something simple. I, wanna, I, I was thinking to be uh, close to the locals and learn more about Dominicans, their life. A lifestyle so uh, the hotel uh, become to be you know too small for me and I start to watch around and I was thinking to buy at the beginning an apartment in this hotel where I was living and then I said no I can I can live my Italian life here because you know in Italy I was living the perfect light with comfort then I say I need to do something different and then I found this land close to Kai Beach that I bought a very good price. And, you know, I was brave because my family was, I start to say, no, you cannot go living there. Uh, you have uh, your daughter is just 12 years old. What will happen? Maybe the locals will not accept you. Uh, they, you would get robbed, you know. So I was brave. And this is also the... My advice for who want to open and do something like this, like me, to just uh, listen your heart uh, and don't be, don't listen to much other people because if not, you will never do nothing. So yeah, I, I, I say, no, I want to do this. I want to be close to the spot. I want to build this small apartments with some comforts and you know, that's it. Very, very simple things because at the end, life of people that are living in my place is very simple. You know, they just wake up, they go walking to the beach, uh, they prepare breakfast, they work, then they go kiting, and that's it. Yo, you, so, you know, it's not a holiday place, it's, you know, like a lifestyle. And, yes. and most of people that live here, they come for long term, like three, they spend all the winter here. Uh, because this is what they do, you know, kite, work, sleep, and repeat. Very easy. Yes, that's the kind of life. (laughs) Keep it simple, keep it comfy uh, a little bit, have a great Wi-Fi, because most of the people that live here, they work online, Uh, and, you know, and for kiters, of course, for just keep most of the people that love uh, the ocean. And when is and like the kite season over there for anybody the, who wants to go learn or? Yeah. So Cavarete is, there are, there are no season. Here there is all the time breeze. You have all the time 12 notes. So especially, you know, with wing foil and kite foil, you can come every time of the year. Well, in summer, the wind is very, very strong and, but the ocean is flat. So no waves. And many people, especially, you know, beginners who want to learn come in summer because for sure they will have strong wind and flat water. But winter has another, uh, uh, is a magic moment with waves and, you know, can rain, but just some hours, but you all the time have breeze. So let's say that maybe September and October are not very good for wind. Let's say, but honestly, I kite every day and I wing every day. So uh, no season here. 
Yeah, no, I I totally get it. They've made so much, you know, light wind friendly equipment nowadays, with especially with foiling. You can almost, you know, wing foil in Florida, even throughout yep. the summer. You just need a big foil. You need a big wing That's and incredible. you just need yeah. bigger gear, you know? Yeah. Yeah, nothing more. And you can ride with just some notes. This is the magic of wing foil. Oh, my God. With seven notes, you can go. Yes. This yes, exactly. <laughs> and what has been, uh, like, the most rewarding part about having Mango House Kite? Like, why would somebody want to go there instead of to a hotel, an inclusive hotel or resort with all yeah. those uh, luxury stuff? Sure, the um, people that decide to come to my place, uh, they know that they will be fully immersed in the local life. So if you come here, you are surrounded by Dominican kids playing baseball, uh, playing in the lagoon. You can still see the old man that is going uh, to to the field uh, with the, you know, just with the, I don't know how to say in English, but I mean, they, they grow, uh, they plant the land with banana trees. So... And this is fantastic, you know, because we are so close to this big hotel. But in, in this corner of Kai Beach, you can still taste the real Domani Dominican life. Uh, you know, for example, these people, they still cook with, uh, with a fire, you know. They, oh, wow. Yeah, they have the kitchen outside where they put some piece of wood and they cook uh like this so it's nice and you know they don't want to change this is so nice because they they love this life and they don't want to change even if they are surrounded too many tourists because uh there are so many apartments here around they still uh keep being uh dominicans real dominicans with their uh mm -hmm. life yeah they just enjoy their lifestyle they don't want to overcomplicate it you know they just yeah. want to enjoy it live stress-free yeah yeah and you know was there the... mm -hmm. many tourists they want to also learn spanish easily and here is so easy because you know with all the locals around and kids they even uh, do this experience they practice you know because at the hotel of course you are just uh people speaking english the year, even when you go to the Colmado, to the mini market, you have to speak Spanish to ask for yes. water. And then it's nice. They they love this, you know. They love bachata music in the air. Uh, they love the smell of Sancocho, the local soup, because the Dominican, they cook a lot. So you can uh, smell this in the street. Especially in Christmas time, uh, there are some tradition. Uh, yeah, there is a lot to learn. From these people, that's I beautiful. Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. I mean, I I definitely want to go one day to Dominican Republic yeah. and visit and kite, oh. learn how to kite surf or wing foil, whatever. Just I already do wing foil. I've been wing foiling for a couple of years. I I've never tried kite surfing though, but I do want to learn. Ah. I would love to have you know both learn how to do both sports. Yeah. I know DR. I would enjoy it. I love bachata. I love merengue. All my yeah. salsa. All my Latin music. So I know I'd had fun. I would have a lot of fun with you at Mango House for sure. Of course. <laughs> and what were any big culture shocks? Like, you know, what was like the main differences or things that you found shocking between Italians and Dominicans? Oh, yeah. Anything I'll... that you miss from home? What do you miss the most from home? Uh, yeah, there is a lot. 
still a lot of difference between the culture. Even if people from South Italy are very Latin, but yeah, there are there are big holes that I try every day to understand. It's not easy, even <laughs> after 10 years, but yeah, not something bad, you know, something that we can, I can manage and, you know, like. Yeah, a learning experience. A learning experience. Yeah, yeah. Learning, growing, and just respecting one another and our differences. Exactly. And then what other sports do you cross into? Do you, I heard you do wing foil as too wing foil as well? Yeah, or kite yeah. surfing or diving, scuba diving. Yeah. For like living that. you cannot just kite because uh, if not, you get bored because every day just kite surfing. So I do wing foil, I do kite foil, paddleboard, some surfing, and yeah, every day something, but in the ocean, you know, not outside, just in the ocean. I shouldn't mm-hmm. stop to go to the gym and do other fix because you know also sometimes i need to have a break if not from the ocean if not i'm too tired but yeah still every day in the ocean doing something different and who who inspired you to get into kite surfing who were your main mentors or coaches or just inspiration for kite surfing overall so actually there are two people that inspire me so much to become what i am one of these is Audrey Meyer, is a French woman living in Cabaretta since long time. Uh, she was running a kite school in the place where I was living before. And oh my God, I learned so much things from her. She's a strong woman. She was competing in the World Kite Tour. And uh, is that one that she introduced me to the strapless, to she t- uh, teach me paddleboarding, even wing foil. And uh, I'm so glad to meet her in my life. And uh, she inspired me a lot. Actually, she works like a real estate agent, doing a great job in Cabarete. And also she organized a nice event in summer here that is called Cabarete Butterfly Effect that um, bring here together women celebrating their power and with activities, the winter, very, very nice. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And the other person for sure is my boyfriend, just my Dominican boyfriend, Oselito. <laughs> Ten years ago. Uh, well, Oselito got lost in the ocean for almost 24 hours. He's supposed to go downwind to Puerto Plata, town that is around uh, 30 kilometers from here. And during the downwind, uh, he got a storm. And he was not be able to to reach the shore. His sky dropped. Oh, wow. He lost his board and he was not be able to swim back. So he spent one night alone in the ocean. And, you know, for me, it, it really inspired me. It still inspired me every day because, you know, Oselito is, uh, is, he doesn't have any fear. He still live his life for kite surfing he competes he's an uh, instructor and and you know this teach me something very important you know even if you have some traumatic experience we need to keep going you know and be strong and dreaming a passion 
and we don't need to let this trauma uh, invest our life. So for sure, exactly. yeah, it's a lot, uh, a lot. It, it teaches yeah, me a it's, lot. It's a lot to learn. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Any injuries or any situation that scares you? Do Does marine life or sharks scare you? I don't know, anything. Yeah. Well, I, in 2014, I got an injury. Oh, my God. I, will, I broke my vertebral disc on my neck. It was a bad accident. And, you know, that, that's the reason why then I learned strapless surfing because the you know with the twin tip too much impact for my neck i have a small prosthesis on my neck in titanium oh wow doctor did a very good job and you know i do everything but for sure this experience teach me to be more patient and to respect my body to respect my age you know i cannot be good like my dominican friends so i need to <laughs> Don't forget this every day because all the time I want to be good like that, but I can't. And what about marine life? I'm not scared, but maybe because I never saw a shark. I saw a lot of uh, whales because they pass by Cabareta every year in January. So we kite very close. Oh, wow. What kind of whales? Yeah. There is. They pass from uh, Samana Bay to Cabareta because they uh, have... The, the little whale, they're born in the Samana Bay. So every in this moment, we, we can watch them passing by the, the bay. And yeah, we kite too. They are not afraid, neither of us kiting close. Yeah, but shark, no. Never saw a shark here. Thanks, God. Well, yeah, maybe. I never saw a shark when I was surfing in Puerto Rico. I think that's what helped me not be afraid of surfing. Yeah. yeah. But in Florida, whew, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> people told me about that but yeah oh my god no. no no and i admire people who get bitten by sharks and they still go back out in the water i'm like yeah. wow i don't i i might take a break i mean i would eventually go back but i don't know if i could go back in right away we'll see uh, i love diving with sharks i love scuba diving with them you can ah, do well, um shark well, dives here in florida well, without a cage and it's beautiful if you, meet, but, if you meet one of them you will not scare because you have already <laughs> A very close meeting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How can people um, book your location, well, Mango well, House Kite? I know I have uh, your Instagram. Any website. I am uh, a little bit, uh, I'm so busy for technologies, website and stuff like that because uh, my business works with words. So people just talk to another one, Sami, Mango House. So, and you know, kite surfing is world is small. So honestly, I don't need neither to have a, a website. They just people need to send my WhatsApp to another one. And honestly, since 10 years, I'm all the time fully booked. So I'm not neither worried to, you know, promote me uh, and my business because thanks God and thanks me is very, very successful. But yeah, they also people can follow my story on Instagram where I post more uh, daily story lives instead of picture apartments. You can see my Instagram where I talk about, you know, the locals, about the uh, the party at the gasoline station. And, <laughs> and people already have an idea of the place where they will go. 
So I'm not really promoting picture of my place. And, and you know, even it's nice because people that reach me, they don't need to ask me to watch this picture. They say, just send me, I, I trust you and just give me the apartment that you think fit better for me. And I never do a mistake because I'm, I'm very good in, on that. I can understand immediately uh, which apartment is good for one or for another one. So that's beautiful. I love it. You're great at just reading people, understanding what their needs are and make sure that they have a good time when they get there. I love it. Thank you so much, Sammy. This is the end of our, of our interview. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jennifer. And welcome anytime to Mango House. Welcome to my, my life. I'm so happy to spend this time with you and to tell my story to everybody and welcome everybody. And mahalo to my listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to Her Ocean Story today. I hope you really enjoyed episode number seven with Sammy from the Dominican Republic. In the podcast description, I'll have information on Sammy's Instagram so you can follow her there. And also I'll include a link for the Cabarete Butterfly Effect, which is a kite surfing event that she was talking about in the episode, which is held in July of 2024. Thank you once again so much for reviews, for ratings, for helping her ocean story keep growing. If you know of anybody else who would love to be on the show, please have them email me at heroceanstory at gmail.com. Have a great time out on the water today. Mahalo. Aloha.